Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, April 13th. RBC topped JP Morgan Chase & Co last year to become the world's largest backer of fossil fuel companies, providing more fodder to critics who say the lender isn't living up to its climate commitments. Bloomberg reports that the Royal Bank provided $42.1 billion of funding to the industry, up 4.2% from a year earlier, surpassing the $39.2 billion provided by JP Morgan. It's according to the Rainforest Action Network's 14th Annual Banking on Climate Chaos report. The figures include lending as well as debt and equity underwriting. RBC said the report's authors don't validate their findings with the bank, so it can't confirm their conclusions. The lender also said the report doesn't measure its progress in meeting climate goals and that it's confident with its strategy. The value of home ownership as an investment vehicle is well known, but with many younger Canadians struggling to get on the property ladder, what will this do for their long-term wealth building? A new report from Mercer warns that lifelong renters should be saving a significantly higher share of their income than home-owning peers in order to have an adequate retirement provision. The 2023 Mercer Retirement Readiness Barometer reveals that millennial renters will need to put aside 50% more of their income than those who own a home. A millennial retiring when they're 68 will have needed to save 5.25 times their salary for a reasonable retirement pot if they're homeowners. For renters, this jumps to eight times their salary. Where homeowners may be mortgage-free in retirement and have the option to sell and downsize to release capital, renters have more limited choices. However, with the current cost of living, both renters and homeowners may find it challenging to save 10% of their income, although the report highlights that employer matching programs make this more achievable. The report also considered the current financial situation of those already in retirement. With vulnerability in the economy and capital markets, Mercer says that many in the 65-plus age range may be tempted to de-risk their investments after 2022 poor performance in equity markets. It suggests that these retirees may be considering trading equities for lower-risk assets, such as GICs. But by taking the potential for asset growth off the table with a properly diversified portfolio, that investor would be significantly more likely to run out of money before the end of their lives or potentially working additional years to achieve retirement readiness, the report states. Even moving money from equities to a guaranteed interest-based investment for three years after retirement would increase the chance of the retiree running out of money by 10%. This is in contrast to a balanced portfolio subject to market fluctuations. Working longer or delaying taking CPP or OAS benefits would offset some of the risk of running out of money. Delaying claiming government payments from age 65 to 70 would reduce the risk by 15%, according to the report. The BOC's decision to pause interest rates at 4.5% on Wednesday is good news, but is only a slight reprieve for debt-burdened Canadians. That's the warning from the Credit Counselling Society, which says that rising costs, economic uncertainty and an unpredictable housing market are just a few of the financial obstacles still facing Canadians. A recent report from Equifax Canada revealed that credit card debt had topped $100 billion for the first time and that missed payments were increasingly common. Arguably a bigger problem than a high debt burden itself is denying when it's become a problem. Sandra Fryer, credit counsellor at CCS, says that embarrassment and debt stigma can mean people avoid asking for help and try to hide that they're struggling with debt, which only exacerbates the issues. The long someone waits to address their debts and other money problems, the greater the debt burden becomes and the less options they have available, she explained. The CCS says that with five more rate decisions from the BOC due this year, those with debt issues should not wait to see what happens next, but act now to start rebuilding their finances. A recent survey by the Canadian Federation of Independent Business reveals that small firms and tax professionals view the Canada Revenue Agency's service to be adequate and awarded it a C grade. 
Three out of ten firms and 76% of tax professionals believe that the CRA's service has gotten worse in the last three years, although the organisation's overall rating has remained the same since the two previous report cards in 2014 and 2017. Two-thirds of company owners reported feeling intimidated by the CRA, and 51% said they felt like they were treated unfairly. Only 23% of respondents said the CRA was taking responsibility for its errors or trying to be more small business friendly. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, why patience is a virtue for the BOC right now, why trust is a critical component of sustainable investing for investors, and Harvest expands its listing with the launch of two income ETFs. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.